0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Brink on this January the 1st, 2018, and uh, I'm sitting in my kitchen right now. It's actually technically my dining room, but I don't know what you want to call it. Recording this on my phone, because it is actually technically right now, December 31st, 2017, and joining me, as he has a few times this year, most recently to talk about Star Wars, this time probably to talk about Star Wars. Uh, it is a sober Noah Groves. Hello, Noah. Last
1: year I was in Vienna, Austria for New Year's. This time I'm in Ben's kitchen slash
0: living room. We know what's more glamorous. The one with the half-finished game of solitaire. To the (laughs) right-hand
1: (laughs) side. Vienna wasn't. Yes. How's your black Douglas? Uh... Yeah, it's better than
0: UDL. (laughs) You leave my UDL Raspberry Vodka 4% alcohol volume 375 milliliters alone.
1: I mean, I appreciate you being a good host, but I think it's... The the, host? The host. The host? (laughs) I think this is the first time I've been offered. Uh, Would you like a UDL?
0: (laughs) We have them. Not since you were like 15. Have you ever heard those words? They don't do the green apple ones anymore. Oh, no! (laughs) (laughs) That was my drink of choice as a teenager. That and Trevi. Did you ever drink Trevi and Passion Pop? Passion Pop, I have
1: partaken in. I've never heard of <laughs> it. partaken in. This is what you get when you're from Vienna a year ago. I'm not the one who has a hanky. What's that got to do with anything?
0: Who has a hanky? I do. Oh,
1: now, now he's putting the hanky away. <laughs> I'm
0: ashamed of my hanky. You leave my hanky alone. But it's not, he knows. You're currently looking at... The brink State, official movie companion.
1: <laughs> Is it worth the price you paid for it? No, there's no interviews with any of the characters on there. <laughs>
0: well, I'm doing one right now, behind the scenes. Um, what are you looking forward to about New Year's Eve 2017?
1: Going home. <laughs>
0: <laughs> are you going to be Ubering back down to Snug? <laughs> I'm waiting for
1: it to arrive now.
0: Would they Uber to Snug?
1: Uh, if you slipped them a few... You <laughs> what? Hand <laughs> <Angel>. job? <laughs> bitcoins? Bit- yeah, actually, did you ever mine bitcoins back in the day? <laughs> no, I'm still trying to figure out Minecraft.
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to work out Minesweeper.
1: <laughs> uh, and I also don't really
0: know what a bitcoin actually is. There was some guy I read the other day. He had um, he mined a bunch, put some on a USB stick as a backup went to get it, but it was one of those cheaper USB ones that corrupted so he threw it out, found out that if he didn't do that, he would have had $21 million worth of Bitcoin.
1: But it's not like a thing that stays in the cloud or
0: something? But I, Well, you know, obviously not in his cloud. He had a, a <laughs> USB cloud that went... But how would you be? You discovered... 20, guys on that. $21 million worth of Bitcoin, and
1: it's just gone out the window. Um, well, I probably had it because I don't know what it is, so I probably had quite a few Bitcoins and... and chucked them in the trash now
0: i prefer a full coin rather than a bitcoin but that's just me that was a bad joke um we have to catch a bus today noah in about an hour i haven't caught a bus in a long time probably since new year's eve last year um you catch buses what should i do on a bus
1: i feel like tasmania is probably the last place in the world where you actually get on and interact with the bus driver and (laughs) pay money to get onto the bus so
0: they do actually have those tap cards but i've never gotten one
1: um, but even then, you have to get on and face. The, well, which you know, metro drivers underrated. I feel that most of them have been quite friendly.
0: M- most being the operative word, I must get the other ones that aren't. I mean, my friend's mum used to be a bus driver. It was great whenever we'd caught her bus because she'd just get them for free. She was amazing, but, you know. Well,
1: when I was in Macedonia, I had to catch a bus by myself and I had no idea what I was doing. I didn't know if this was the right bus. I had a taxi driver trying to tell me all the tickets were sold out, get in the taxi. It was just a mess. And then I got on the bus with my Macedonian dinars or whatever it is. And, and then the bus driver, who didn't speak any English, just went... <clears throat> I <laughs> just pointed on the bus so i got a, a free bus trip he was letting everyone on for free so i don't know if he was just angry with the world or if he's just cheerful under that hard soviet or not soviet balkan exterior i don't know
0: i think i went to catch a bus in alaska but i just like fuck i'll catch an uber because i just couldn't be bothered waiting for a bus and i went to catch one in boston but the boston bus <laughs> the boston bus but i think i like was like a dollar short so then I went to catch an Uber and I realised I had another dollar underneath my other dollar. I'm like, ah, fuck. So that was my bus story in Boston. I never caught it. But um
1: Well, I feel like people don't even pay for buses nowadays because I was on the bus the other day and I saw someone get on the bus and... And... Sorry, someone's phone is ringing? Uh um, it's the chair. I went to get on, I saw someone get on the bus and the guy did this, the worst acting. He must have been from Exit Left Academy or something because he was...
0: <laughs> <The run laughs> Emily de Raven
1: <laughs> School of Acting. I think he was from the Emily de Raven School because <laughs> he like put his hand behind his back. Oh no, I forgot my wallet. Uh, can I please get on And it? it was the worst acting I've ever seen but he got on the bus so I feel like everyone's getting free trips. Should here. we do that today? Oh no, I forgot my wallet. Like it, clearly he didn't have his wallet. Then he's like Paddy. His pockets, he's patting behind him. It's like, come on.
0: Starts so in the song. I forgot my wallet.
1: My life is bad. But it's just buses. Just are sad. The first bus I got on when I came back to Australia after being in Europe for a year. Uh, the bus driver asked me. I said, one student ticket, please. Technically not a student, but don't tell them that. Um, he's not a student. Uh, and she goes to where? And I didn't hear her, and I didn't respond. <laughs> and she's like, to where? I'm like, oh, sorry. Sorry, sorry, to town. She's like, oh, it's okay. I, I'm not very smart. I didn't, I didn't understand you. <laughs> and it was just the saddest. I just wanted to give her a hug. It was
0: very sad. I hate it when like you get those like fancy bus drivers in Hobart when you're like, oh, just a town thanks. Whereabouts in town? I'm like It's fucking Hobart. It's one place. It's not Sydney. I remember one time we got yelled at by a Sydney bus driver because we were just like, oh, can we just get a ticket to the city? Whereabouts in the city? Well, I don't know, like wherever you go, <laughs> where the Harbour Bridge is, I don't know. Um, yeah, I hate catching buses. That's just, you know, Oh, like trains.
1: I think buses are good because I always feel like every time I catch a bus, I'm gathering new material for when I eventually have my stand-up comedy debut because there is always some
0: great comedy. Can we do that together? I want to be a stand-up comedian. Well, I actually
1: want an audience, so... You yeah,
0: know. that's right. You, you'd get too much of a big one with me because um, I'd pay them off with...
1: UDLs. <laughs> <hills. laughs> Get them all from Exit Left Academy to come to the audience. I'd love to do stand-up. What would what would your opening line be? There you go. <laughs> so you'd be Carl Barron? Uh, just be Carl Barron. It'd be like a
0: tribute act. Carl Byrne. Carl Byrne. <laughs> Carl Burn, Carl Burn. Oh, nugget in the bushes. Um, yeah, is he still a thing? Yeah, he's actually... I think he's coming down here not to, in a few months. Um,
1: uh, I always feel like... Um, the hardest part of stand-up comedy would be writing the jokes. So. <laughs> I'm the hardest part me would be remembering them. I'd be like, oh, shit, um, what was that one? Um, uh, women. Um. So I, I feel like transitioning. I feel like stand-up comedians don't get enough appreciation for their transition between jokes because I would tell a joke and then I'd be like, oh, and on to uh, bagel sandwiches
0: now. Like, I just love watching the behind-the-scenes when they're looking at their notes, but just like when they get sidetracked because I think the really good ones you can't tell when they're sidetracked, as in, like, you think it's all part of the act, but there are legitimately times when you're watching it and they're so sidetracked. Like, I went, we went and saw um, Adam Hills once and basically the Mercury had printed that it started at 8, but it actually started at 7.30. So all these people were, like, showing up really late. And he's like, like, w- what's going on? Why are you guys so late to my show? And somebody was like, oh, the Mercury said it started at 8.00. I was like, oh they did not. Somebody get me the number for the Mercury. So like he rang up the Mercury on stage and put them on put them on speaker and basically got talking to this woman at the Mercury like, for the whole thing and then basically sent her a cake. She was and he and he was like, Oh, somebody in the kitchen here at the casino, can you get send him a cake? <laughs> like it was just so funny. So
1: Now when you that's actually a good story. Um I never know if i like him or not, but I guess he's good. Um He's hit and miss. But When you're a stand-up comedian, are you putting yourself out there to all sorts of criticism? Because I went to an open mic night in London a few years ago, and it was like the lowest of the lows. It was like four people in the audience in an upstairs dingy kind of room. And there was like literally an audience, maybe not four, maybe seven people. Uh, me and two of my friends were three of them but uh, there was this guy and he was horrible and there was this other guy who was performing there and he was just like shaking his head and he wasn't listening and then the guy said to him oh what don't you uh, why aren't you looking at me or something like that and he said oh just because you're not very
0: funny <laughs> I thought it was quite savage really um, you really have to be someone who can take it you get heckled so um yeah i'd, I'd want to do it i I'd, I'd put myself out there i think that's the point I of stand-up comedy would. like you would like you would deliberately make a, a thing um but i think my biggest thing about uh, every time i thought about doing it is coming up with original things because so like i think of things i think oh that's funny but then it's like oh, somebody's done that yeah, to death that's been done yeah well i don't know if you've ever been
1: to some open mic nights but the they're s- they're so bad and they're never funny and i went to one in denmark and i got the biggest laugh of the entire audience cause... Did you go up on stage, did you? No, but I was... I you just I, looked funny. I was maybe doing <laughs> a bit of heckling, which um. uh, normally I hate hecklers, but it was appropriate. No, he said, where are people from? I said, oh, Australia. Um, and then what was it? He, he said something about... Oh, I don't ever remember, but then I just bagged out Danish people or something and it got a big laugh and then everyone else didn't even get the laugh. So maybe I should be a stand-up. I mean,
0: when I've done like MC work from the youth conferences, I remember once I was like trying to buy time at this Launceston while my people were coming in and I'm just like, all right, better tell some jokes. Um, know. Anybody know any Launceston jokes? And like everyone just sort of looked at me and I'm like, oh, I've got one. What's the best thing to come out of Launceston? The road to Hobart, and everyone just like cracked up laughing. I'm like, that's actually not that funny, but thanks for laughing. Um, That was my go-to joke about Launceston. I feel like that's a very local one, so hopefully you're
1: not planning on going on tour outside of Tasmania. (laughs) That's what you got to do. What's the best thing to come out of Dubbo? The
0: road to Sydney. Ha, (laughs) ha, ha, ha. I was involved in... I went and saw Elena on their final show. They're coming back, and I'm going to miss it. But we were in the front row for their final show in Hobart, and I was with my friend Bree and, um, there's like a part of the show where they got somebody from the audience to go up and play pretend tennis. So they got Bree up on stage and then they kept like asking me questions like oh so who's this and it's like oh is it your boyfriend is it like oh no no just just a friend it's like oh yeah no no who is he who is he and then there's like um this bit like one of them kept making a joke about me and they're like oh better be careful ben's gonna meet me back after the stage and like say how are you going and like punch me in the head and i'm like yeah no you don't know me at all i would get kicked out my ass kicked by frank woodley um but yeah no i'd do it one day i just have to work out what i'd tell jokes about maybe if i move overseas i can just be one of those australians who make fun of australia because that's original yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is the part where the interview dies. Um, Anything <laughs> you want to talk about before we have more recordings later on?
1: No, I'm just enjoying my, the Black Douglas blended Scotch whiskey and dry.
0: What was your favourite thing about 2017 doing podcasts with me?
1: Well, the road out of the podcast.
0: <laughs> Funny. Oh, you yeah, actually, oh. Um, I like some of our moments. I liked Nathan was having a wank. Uh, <laughs> your daughter. Isn't that uh, <laughs> next year? Made the best of this year. <laughs> uh, it's recorded in 2017.
1: I don't know. Um, Mr.
0: Echo FM?
1: Yeah, that was funny. Boone, everything Boone. Um, When I talked to Colin about Roger Moore.
0: Oh, rip Roger.
1: How do we kill Roger Moore? <laughs> He died this year. That was sad. This year was actually pretty good for celebrities not dying compared to last
0: year. I bet you by the time we've recorded this in midnight, like, I don't know, like, Barack Obama or someone's going to die. Times
1: Square gets bombed and all these celebrities all die.
0: I I had this dream, I had like a double whammy of dreams the other night, and the one night I dreamt I was in Hobart and somebody blew themselves up. I don't know which shop it was, but like they killed like 100 people, so it was like a terrorist attack in Hobart and I survived. And then I was in some room with like all the world leaders and (laughs) apparently Barack Obama was there, even though he was obviously not the president, and somebody assassinated Barack Obama in this room. So, if there's a terrorist attack in Hobart tonight Barack Obama gets assassinated on some sort of psychic. What shop were they
1: bombing? I don't know, probably like Anaconda or something. I don't know. (laughs) Australian Geographic.
0: (laughs) That'd be sad. I like that shop. What's new? What's Smiggle? (laughs) Do you like Smiggle? Yeah. Smiggle's pretty cool. What's that other one upstairs which is like Smiggle but it's a bit more like Eiffel Towery? Sniggle. Yes, that's the one <laughs> sniggle. Alright, let's get peak comedy. <laughs> we'll be back with more New Year's Eve shenanigans. Really? <laughs> really? For the first time in twenty eighteen I can press this button. Going to flash it back, and we're going to do something a little bit different. we have obviously going through our best ofs in order of a variety of years. We've uh, just finished the best of 2010 a couple of weeks ago, so you think we'd go into the best of 2011. We're actually going to skip a few years and go to the best of 2015 just because we actually have played a fair few of these clips and feel that we can get the best of 2015 over and done with before we take you through the 2011 best of because there's a lot more to get to with that one. Uh, this week, we're going to play two little bits for you. You're going to hear the intro for the Best Of 2015 Best Of, as well as the collection of Fail or No Fails from 2015. Now, um should really mention, when it comes to uh, the 2015 Best Of, we actually technically were only on air for a month, of course, uh, in January 2015, so three years ago now, essentially, before uh, ultimately the brink did end on edge radio in 2015 so a lot of this is basically over the course of four weeks but uh sit back relax and listen to the intro from the best of 2015 as well as fail or no fail from 2015. broken
2: like the first morning Blackbird has spoken
0: It all started 11 years ago with a simple program through Elizabeth College Schoolies. Good afternoon Hobart, you're tuned into the Schoolies Hour here with Elizabeth College. From there, a separate show on Monday afternoons blossomed into something a little bit more. Yes, this is Ben talking here and joining me as he most, well, 99% of the time I
1: pays. do, Ben, I'm always here. On
0: Monday is Anthony. Anthony, welcome. Thank
1: you, Ben. Hey, I'm, looking you for, I'm very good, I'm very excited
0: for another edition of the... Brink. And a move to Breakfast Radio really made Hobart sit up and take notice. Yes, thank you very much, Trevor. Good morning, Hobart. You are tuned into the Brink here on the fantastic, fabulous fat Friday. Fan- Brinkalicious. Brinkalicious. Sorry about that. It is fantastic to be here on Breakfast Radio. For over a decade, we have been the alternate choice for Breakfast Radio in Hobart bring you some of the biggest names from Tasmania, Australia and around the world to your speakers. Amarazzi, Tony Abbott. Warwick Tina Arena, Tim Ferguson, Stephen Crawford, Nikki Julia Gillard, Kevin Rudd. James Blunt, Dolly Parton. Michael Jeffrey J. It hasn't all been about the big names though, as we have taken the show on the road to bring you coverage of some of the biggest events locally, nationally and internationally as well. Welcome once again to Blue Arena. Welcome to the uh, 2011 National Inline Hockey Championships here at the Derwent Entertainment Centre. Coming to you live from the 2013 Malaysian Grand Prix. Coming to you direct from the beautiful city of Melbourne for the big clash tonight between the USA and Canada for the Douglas Webber Cup. Welcome to the Guanaukasian here in the northern suburbs of Hobart in Tasmania as we come to you for the biggest game of ice hockey in this state for the year the 2014 Tasmanian Ice Hockey League Grand Final. With all this behind us, we still manage to bring you laughs, tears, and often torture as we make your day start off with style at a, at a good time. They're taking their time. He's coming up with a shot. He's yes. put it in the net. Greaser yes. in front. Wow! Yes. Wow! It's turned on its head. Oh. The grit he stacks on the mill Wow! Get on top of them, boys. Look at him go. Yeah. Wow. For over 680 episodes, 1,325 guests, 16 hosts, two spin-off shows, and over 1,500 hours of radio, The Brink has become Hobart's voice for inclusion and a staple part of the radio landscape in the city. But all good things must come to an end. And today we reach the final chapter of one amazingly epic ride that nobody will ever forget. It's The Brink's final ever episode, live from Edge Radio Studios in Hobart, Tasmania. Over to you, Ben. Oh, Trevor, thank you very much. Good morning, Hobart. You are tuned in to the brink on Edge Radio 99.3 FM for the final time. It is Friday the 30th of January 2015, and we're about 25 minutes early, but whatever. It's our last show. We can do what we want, essentially. A huge, huge show. Uh, We have lots to get to today guests galore um lots to go over and uh Lots of reminiscing to do and uh, then of course we're all going to close it up. But we're not thinking about that yet. We're, we're thinking about this point of the show where I introduce it to you. We're going to have a wide variety of uh, co-hosts who have been in here over the years coming in to celebrate wide variety of guests. We have the Premier of Tasmania coming in a little bit later to celebrate the occasion and uh, just a whole lot more to, to get through the show. Fail or no fail. Lauren lives for this. What are you going to do without this?
2: Oh, I don't know. Maybe I'll have to start my own show that this- Entirely, just no fa- fail or
0: no fail. Do <laughs> a show at Edge Radio called Fail or No Fail with Lauren. That would probably work, would it? They'd accept that, would just, it? That's yeah, what Taylor Swift said
2: when she started a music
0: career, and look how that turned out. Um, so, um, pretty good actually. How should we start? Here? I think
2: looking at that page, there is only one way to start. Um, Nutella. Yep.
0: All right. Okay. <laughs> so I actually haven't even um read these headlines. This is the first time I just read them. Okay. A French couple have changed their baby daughter's name from Nutella to Ella Mm -hmm. after a court ruled it was not in the child's interest. Um, A French court has blocked parents from naming their baby girl with a hazelnut spread Nutella, arguing it would make her the target of mockery. A registrar, according to the baby's birth last September, flagged an unusual name to local prosecutors who took it to a family court. The prosecutor's office told AFP, confirming the story in the Voix de Nord newspaper on Monday. The parents did not attend the court hearing and the judge decided in their absence to rename the baby Ella. The name Nutella corresponds to the commercial name of Spread and it is against the child's interest to be settled with a name that could only lead to mockery and unkind remarks Said the judgment. In a similar case, a couple was banned from naming their daughter Fraser. Strawberry, with a... Isn't Strawberry a name? Haven't people actually named their kids Strawberry before?
2: That's... Like, in the grand scheme of weird names, that's not that bad. Or celebrities. Which
0: a, which a so. judge said their child could be being made fun of. The baby was renamed Free, Zion, a name popular in the 19th century. I'm sorry, like... I've heard of these cases before, like kids have been wanted to call Superman and I think there was a... Was it in America? There were like, this, this neo-Nazi couple wanted, like, to call their kid Hitler or Adolf or something, but they were, like, stopped doing it. Like, fair enough, like, Superman maybe, and, like, I think there was even one couple that were just... I don't know, there was something. So they called their, like, little kid S-H-I-T or something like that. So, of course, you know, fair enough. But, like, Nutella, is that
2: going to lead to mockery? If I met somebody called Nutella, I think that would be the coolest person in the world. And... Like, yeah, it's not that bad. And strawberry? Like, strawberry? Like, we call people after flowers and all sorts of... Like, strawberry's not See, that bad. I swear
0: I've heard that name being used before. Like, I actually think that is a, a name that I have... I don't think I've met somebody, but I think I've I've heard that name being used in something that is actually a, a
2: name. Too bad if, like, he had allergy. <laughs> um, what am I named after? Oh, you know that's a no, very, very, beautiful spread called Nutella. Can like I try Nutella? it? No, you're allergic to it. Yeah, it's it's kind of if 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 you had like a nut allergy or didn't like it or something, it would be far far more awkward. Like if you really dug Nutella, yeah, then it would probably be fine. But then you're kind of bartering on the fact that your kid will grow up to love. But let, let's also
0: be honest Wonderful, to you. wonderful chocolate let, Let's spray. be super honest here. This girl would be extremely popular when she got older and she could use that to her advantage. Hi, my name's Nutella. Would you like to have a lick? Like, it's it's like what... Like, there are so many ways she could use um, to pick up with that name. Yeah, we've gone downhill. Yeah, that yeah. was... That, that it, show. I was about to say that yeah. escalated
2: quickly, but that de-escalated quickly. Yeah. Descended quickly. But, like... like I, didn't, I hadn't even thought...
0: What is wrong with France. <laughs> like, why can't she be called Nutella?
2: Yeah, I think that's like it's not the most normal name, but seriously, if 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 the company
0: behind Nutella is it is it craft? Are they craft and Nutella? Yeah, craft. There yeah, here we go. Google, good girl, Lauren. It's craft. Um, like I could understand maybe if they were like. Suing for like you know legal copyright. Yeah, like because I mean I I believe
2: Italian company Ferrero.
0: Ferrero, okay. Um,
2: As if I didn't know that I knew uh, that. They
0: I know in the past that they have um they there was a person I believe they were Australian um they started a Facebook campaign it was like International Nutella Day or something like that and they did it every year and every year Ferrero would threaten to sue them because they were like no you're using it you can't say do it. Is like Kraft or Nestle on the packaging? Well. I um, hope mate. not, because they're owned by Ferrero. <laughs> <laughs> Back
2: to Google. I swear um, it says, like, Nestle. But, but, but like, no. this
0: is a company that would It says
2: Ferrero under the Nutella.
0: Ferrero's a company, separate company. Ferrero, share yeah. and all that sort of jazz. But yeah, Mine like, says Nestle. You're obviously been, getting, like, Nutella spelt with one L. Uh, oh. <laughs> um,
2: well, I... But yeah. says Nestle. Oh, this is a company <laughs> that someone been sneaking into your cupboard and writing Nestle on, on all your food? Must have foods? been. Must
0: be the case. Friend, the man Oh, who my God. I love... No, Zuckerberg's not Zuckerberg's going to start reading books. That's it. Just spoil it and don't let me tease it. Thanks, Sorry. Dakota. Um, <laughs> Radio 101. Let the host tease the listeners. Instead of just being like, oh, Zuckerberg's reading books. Well, mm. Facebook founder Mark Zuckerberg says he's aiming to read a book every oh other way. week throughout the year. Um, the (laughs) lovely line here, Mark Zuckerberg wants to add a little more book to Facebook. Uh, All right. The Facebook founder and CEO announced on his page that he is vowed to read a book every other week in 2015 with an emphasis on learning about different beliefs, cultures and technologies. Zuckerberg has created a page called A Year of Books. Good job. Uh And has urged his friends to join him in the project. I'm excited for my reading challenge, Zuckerberg wrote. I've found reading books very intellectually fulfilling. Books allow you to fully explore a topic and immerse yourself in a deeper way than most media today. I'm looking forward to shifting more of my media diet towards reading books. The first book in his program is Moises Nam's Nahum, The End of Power, which was published in Dakota in 2013. Um, so, who cares? I've, I've,
2: <laughs> um, found, I've found this page here,
0: a year th- of books. How many likes does it have? It has 42,256. Because Mark Zuckerberg has it. Like, let's be honest here. Like, who gives a rat patoobie? Like, like, whatever. I could post on my thing that, oh, I'm going to post a status update every day. Because I believe that posting a status update is brilliant for the world. Like, do we really give two beeps I'm that going, Mark Zuckerberg's going to read a book a week? I'm going to wake up every day. Because... And how do we know he's going to read... Like, how do we know that he's actually going to read a book a week and then not just go to Wikipedia, get the synopsis online and go, oh, love this part of the book where this happened.
2: You'd have to, like, show a video of him reading the book.
0: <laughs> like, I'm Watch not... Mark Zuckerberg read a book live this Thursday, 8pm, on Facebook. Live
2: book reading. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Mark Zuckerberg reading an audiobook and in he your reads car. And it to us. <laughs> I came up with the idea, not you. It's mine. <laughs> I will steal it. You can sue me all you want. I'm rich. I, I don't know how to impersonate Mark Zuckerberg. Like, <laughs> uh, thank you, Mark, for He's providing.
2: American
0: is he? That thank good. you. Uh, oh, I'm yeah, whatever. Thank you for providing Facebook. Other than that, I don't give a rat's so that you're reading books. Fail. Facebook's going to hell anyway. Fail fail. Fail. Alright, I don't care. Uh, You don't care. Okay, this is fail or no fail, not fail, no fail, or I don't care. Yeah, that's uh, basically what we do. That is uh, more of that to come in the coming weeks as we uh, skim through the best of 2015. (laughs) It is approximately 7.30 on New Year's Eve as I apparently nearly just fall over and spill the beers for the second time this evening we are now officially at the house of the one the only the star of the brink Un- no it wasn't in the brink unleashed uh the star of the best of the brink 2017 which he hasn't listened to james five delicious hello james hey ben how you? I'm, I'm doing pretty darn good james how about yourself yeah, I'm really good, really good. I, I really apologise profusely for spilling beer all over your counter and you floor. I'd actually only had one at that point, so I wasn't even drunk, so that was a bit embarrassing. Um, tell us how you're feeling right now uh, watching the Brisbane Heat play the Adelaide Strikers, 7.30 uh, on a Sunday evening, otherwise New Year's Eve 2017. Um I'm feeling great. It's, I'm not really, actually, not really actually watching it that closely, but um,
1: yeah, what, it's, it's been a couple of weeks just now, so...
0: Now, you, now you're, not, you're not partaking in alcohol this evening, so, yeah. whilst the rest of us are. Yeah. Um, do you feel like we are being idiots right now? I mean, you, you're kind of like the DD, right? Are you the designated driver tonight, does that mean? Oh, probably, yeah. Oh, look at that, boys. You've got a free lift. You don't have to walk anywhere. No. Uh, do you have any news resolutions?
1: Um, pro- uh, well, I'd like to lose, some, lose weight, lose some weight, but yeah.
0: Wouldn't we all? Yeah. You don't need to lose weight. You're pretty fit. Like, you'll be a hit with the ladies. Yeah. You've got a stuffed cat in the floor? That would be appealing to them. Scottish dog as well. A Scottish yeah. dog? My goodness. This is like that swingers club that Chewy was talking know. about. <laughs> I'm actually like... Uh, yeah. So have you put that on your Tinder profile? Come around, I've got a Scotty dog. <laughs> I actually
2: don't
1: have a Tinder profile. Why
0: well, don't you yeah, But Everyone has a Tinder profile now. Well, I don't. Well, I don't either anymore. Um, but, okay, we'll talk to you later on because we'll probably walk and talk. Uh, we have now joined by um, Captain Underpants... Um, Candy, I'm, I've never thought I would stare at his penis before, but apparently it's dangling out of his undies. Uh, and he's got a guy, Sebastian Fro, That's Samuel McCrossan. Hello. Hello, Ben. Uh, it's a uh, candy cane underpants. Right. Christmas Novelty Secret Santa. <laughs> and, and how does it feel? Are you going to actually wear <laughs> that into the city tonight? Sorry, I just... Sorry, it's <laughs> <laughs> <Just> farted again. <laughs> What's with you farting on air? <laughs> the hill,
2: it's
0: still that? on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> sorry about that. Do <laughs> you need me to come back to you? <laughs> yeah. Noah Groves is still here. <laughs> Noah, how are you? Hi. You, you, you thought you wouldn't have to do one of these again, would
1: you? No, but I'm just here enjoying my beer with all my dads. Uh, with all your
0: dads? Yeah, I feel like quite the baby in this dad house. Can we just work out that Noah's, what, like 23 or something like that? So, you know, we're all the <laughs> looking after Noah. Um, what's been the highlight of your evening so far, Noah? Uh, probably this dangling candy cane right now. <laughs> He's got a ball in it. <laughs> I think we need to film that. My microphone's up here. Um, We need to film that probably, don't we? Yes. (laughs) Sure. Now, you've you've traded me a James Squire, the cancer gold nail. You and I have swapped a corona for a cancer. Um, How's your corona? Uh, You know, I'm kind of regretting the decision, but
1: never back down on a beer. But I got a free lemon included with it. Yeah, well, I didn't get a free lemon. I just got
0: my cancer. Uh, Hello, Sam. How are you? Good, thanks Ben, you can come back to me now Do <laughs> you think the Sarge will join us later on tonight? Yeah. Could do, could do oh, On the walk, you know, into the city Maybe we could just scout around the wharf and he could just go around arresting randoms Could do, yeah. could do Yeah. So, so do you have any news resolutions, Samuel Macross? Do we need to ask you this later on?
1: Not really, no
0: <coughs> Yeah, Burtmore, maybe <laughs> gonna, Yeah, nah do you, do you make resolutions? Has that ever been a thing for you? Um, not so much, not so much no, I don't need a, a New Year's Eve date to, to instigate change. You're just a man who wakes up and goes like, eh, I want a boat, so you're going to buy a boat. <laughs> That's right, yeah. Are you, a, are you a boat man? Boat man? No, I don't like going on boats. I don't no. like boats. I've got a weird fear of boats. Yeah, no, I just, no I'll get, well, get seasick for one, mm. but no, they just don't do it for me. No? No. Don't float your boat? They don't float my boat, no, not at all. Not are, you, are you a hovercraft man? You're no. a train man, you like a good train I like a good train I, I do like a good train actually hmm. no, What's Dan. your favourite train you've ever been on? Uh, well, I went on a train from Singapore to Kuala Lumpur a couple of times That mm. was pretty cool Went mm. through the jungle yeah. You went on a bullet train in Japan, didn't you? I went on a bullet train, actually That's a good call That was maybe one of the best trains I mean, I've Now you on. and Noah could talk about this Because Noah spent some time in Japan And you spent some time in Japan And Noah quite enjoyed Japan And you found it okay, didn't you? Oh yeah, no, I loved it You, you didn't brilliant. like the fact that you got lost and couldn't speak English no, uh, couldn't speak Japanese <laughs> It was difficult going, difficult going, I have to admit Did you ever find it difficult? Uh, how's
1: it has its challenges, but that's all part of the fun, I feel Now, you ate whale uh, Yeah Did you yeah. eat whale? No, I didn't eat whale I would have done, though mm. I would have done, yeah
0: Have you been overseas, James? Yes, once Is that Melbourne? No, no you had a real disgusting look at your face there. You're like, no, Ben. Don't be silly. Where have you been? You've been to Canada, actually, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Where that in Canada did you go? I uh, went to Vancouver, Victoria. Oh, Victoria. I know someone from Victoria. He's in Canada, yeah. Um, uh, you, didn't, you don't know. You haven't watched Perez Hilton this week. What? Never mind. Um, I'm in a committed relationship with somebody from Victoria. Um, <laughs> what am I doing? You're hitting me with your balls. Ball. Ball. Oh. I've got a golf ball. Was that your surgery that you had? To add a golf ball, yeah. Yeah. It's, um, hmm. Uh, we might do another one of these later cause I don't really know what else to say right now. Um, uh, no. No. Uh, well, let, let's have a couple more stubbies. Bad call, Ben. Bad call. Let's have a couple more stubbies. And... <laughs> I think we need to film you dangling your schlong out your, uh, your we dong. Could, we could talk about our, our dong joke. I think we need to record the dongness let, tonight.
3: Hang
1: on. Explain what the dong thing is.
0: Now, okay, so this might be a little bit racist, but, like, so um, that's a good way to start a conversation. Look, it's not actually racist, but it's 2017. You say the word hello to somebody of a different skin colour, you're being racist. So is it Vietnam have the dong? I think it's Vietnam, yeah. Okay, so Vietnam has a currency of dong, which is funny to somebody in Australia who associates the word dong with a penis. So we like to make up things on New Year's Eve such as song lyrics and movies, and replace it, the word with dong. So give us an example here, Samuel. Well, okay, let's go through James's um, movie collection. Mm-hmm. And um, the man who sued Dong. Well, yes, the, the good, good one. Um, anger, the anger management Dong. That, that doesn't quite work. That one. Dong for absolute beginners. Do, good, good call. <laughs> um, <laughs> dong hour three. Dong hour three. Billy Connolly, Life in New Dong. Yep. Brave Dong. The Dong Whisperer. Live in Dong, the Vicar of Dong, yes, Um World World <laughs> World War Dong. <laughs> I was gonna say World War Two Dong by Dong. <laughs> S- <laughs> um, still Still Dong. Um, L. G. in the Dong. <laughs> um, <laughs> James Bond Sky Dong. <laughs> um, Jim Owen Dong. I give it a Dong. Danny Boy Subject to Dong. Jeff Green Dong. The Dong Jesus Christ Super Dong. <laughs> Night at the Dong, two and a half Dongs, Breaking Dong, uh, Faulty Dongs, a complete collection. <laughs> I particularly like Breaking Dong. South Dong. Well, we've also got uh, Dong Park, uh, well, Modern Dong. God, I saw a good one there
1: somewhere. Where did it go? Anchor Dong. Anchor Dong. Um, Carl Baron Dong.
0: Bruno Dong. That's Bruno. Not no, that's no... Uh, I had a good one. Uh, oh, yes. That's, um, Modern Dong, the complete fifth season. Casino Dong 007. Yes. Mm-hmm. This is the Dong. Cold Pay Live Dong. The, the Office? The Dong. Jason uh, Byrne out of the Dong. Yes. Night at the Dong. Uh, that's a good night, actually. Um, Dodge Dong. <laughs> Dodge Dong. Scary Dong. Wedding Dong. Bruce Dong. <laughs> Super Dong U2360 at the Rose Dong, Get Dong Meet the Dong <laughs> Meet the Dong
3: <laughs>
0: Miss Dong Blades of Dong Team Dong World Police The Dong Mrs Brown's Dongs <laughs> Dong Ball Zoo Dong Slim Schindler's Dong <laughs> Land of the Dong <laughs> Blades of Dong The Hangover Dong Lions for the Dongs What else? Uh, Heaven is for Dong. Monty Python Dong. Hot Dong. Meet the Dongers. Soriety Dong. Miss Congenie Dongily. Uh, Monty Python's personal Dong. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I think we're Donged out right now. Um, Noah, your favourite Dong reference? My favourite Dong reference
1: is probably the one uh, with our guest Chris Dixon commented on Ben... Oh, fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) My favourite Dong reference was earlier, but I don't think it can be said on
0: radio. Well, we miss Stewie in this uh, conversation, don't we? He likes to have fun in swimming pools. Um, we might do more of this later on. Um, later, dong. later, Dong. Later, Dong. American Dong. American Dong. American Dong. <laughs> going to bring you a classic interview this week, given... Uh, don't necessarily have all our regulars on for the first show of 2018, but we're going back to the year 2014, four years ago now, an entire Olympiad, if you want to be correct there. Our very special 600th episode guest was none other than renowned comedian Bill Bailey, of course, best known uh, from the iconic TV show Black Books, also on plenty of other uh, stand-up shows and everything along those lines, a very popular, esteemed comedian. And I had the pleasure of talking to him ahead of his tour of Hobart at the time, And uh, this is my chat with Bill Bailey, back from 2014. Bill Bailey is an English comedian who is well known for his role on the hit show Black Books and has been named as one of the greatest stand-ups of all time in the UK. He's returning back to Hobart this November as part of his National Limbo Land tour. And I spoke to Bill about what we can expect about this show and just why he loves Hobart so much. Bill, massive pleasure
3: to have you here on our 600th show this morning. Oh, thank you very much. I'm uh, very honoured to be part of this milestone in your... uh in your program's history. Well,
0: uh, I, I know you've uh, deliberately chosen to come on just for this episode. I've been trying to you for ages, Bill, but you've held off until this
3: morning, haven't you? Yeah, i just timing <laughs> it right, you know, for the big six <laughs> 600. Yes,
0: well, perfect timing. But uh, as I mentioned, back to Hobart this November, the Tour Limbo Land heading right across the country. It's gone from Perth to Cairns, right from Darwin down here to Hobart. I mean, are there any parts of Australia, Bill, that you haven't seen yet throughout your tours of uh, uh, the country the
3: yeah. years? Well, actually, you know, I mean, uh, the mean, the, you mentioned, um, you know, Cairns and Darwin. There, I mean, that's the bit which I, uh, I haven't seen very much of um, over the years. Uh, I, I think, I guess, um, you know, when I come on a tour, there's, uh, you know, time is always a bit tight, and so. Um, I try to fit in you know, trips in between shows, but it's also quite difficult because, you, know, you, you, you know, you've got quite a big country there. that's a, that's a little bit of a logistical uh, challenge to get around it in the time. And so what I thought, well, the, the way to get around it is, well, i just do a show in these places and then that means I have to go there and there's time and I can spend a bit of time there. So uh, that's what I've done the last few years and it's really tried to sort of, um, you know, spread the time out. Uh, over different shows, rather than you know sp- spend sort of time doing shows in some of the you know the the places that uh, everyone plays, in you know the main cities, you know, and actually go out to um, to all parts of Australia. In fact, the last few years has meant I've been I've been able to come to Tasmania, which has been fantastic. You know, I've had some lovely times there. Um, last last time I was there was we went down to Melaleuca. Brilliant! And it was just stunning, absolutely good, gorgeous down there. So uh, I hope to try and make another visit there while I'm in Tassie. Well,
0: uh, I've been reading actually some of your other interviews. That um, it's a city you've spoken up uh, Hobart in uh, some of your interviews. That uh, is yep. actually it. Ma- it made headlines here, Bill, that you were talking about Hobart in a <laughs> UK interview. It made our main newspaper. <laughs> that's how much we appreciate your opinion. Oh
3: well, that's very kind. So yes. <laughs> I'm glad, was, I'm glad it's news. <laughs> <laughs> well, what was it about Mobile oh, that you do like so much? I don't know. I, I well, I think the thing is that it, 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 it it's, it's, it's difficult to tell, isn't it? Because often. You know, um, that when we like something, you know, it doesn't matter what it is, whether it's, a, you know, it could be a person, could be a person, could be a place, a food, a taste, something about it, because it reminds you of something else that gives you, uh, that has, that you had a, you associate with a good experience. And my first experience of, of Hobart was, was just wonderful. I loved the, I'd, I'd love the fact there's the, the harbor there was this fantastic boat that one of those big art, sort of Antarctic boats was in the dock yes um, you know the Aurora Australis That's it, and yes. uh, it was a mightily impressive looking vessel and i love I love boats and I love going I love the water and you know traveling by boat so I was sort of very fascinated by that and I loved the the sort of um, you know uh, just walking around the docks and the, and the little harbor cafes and those old the old houses I, I guess sort of old custom Houses and old, uh, you know, down by the down by the dock. Which is was just, um, you know, it, it's it's just a, it reminded me of a lot of other places. It reminded me a little bit of Edinburgh, actually, in some ways. Um, you know, just the kind of the, the certainly down by the dockside. But it had a kind of ver- a very nice atmosphere about it, a very sort of a welcoming kind of place. And uh, and you know, and also it's it's um, you know quite sort of uh, easily got around as well. And I love to be able to get your bearings on a place quite easily. And that's and that's exactly what I did. I was uh, we walked, you know, we we um we climbed up uh, up uh, Mount Wellington to get a, to get a good look, and so I kind of was able to just sort of figure out where everything was. I could see that there. Well, there's the, you know you know and and you, know, you see the town and then you see the you know the way it's laid out and the the islands and the water and. Now I just uh, there was something very uh, uh, appealing about it and and uh, a wonderful atmosphere about it.
0: well, we're very proud of it, and I love the fact too, in uh, the interview you even bring up cascade beer, so I think that pretty much makes you an honorary Hobartian bill, so congratulations
3: oh really, oh well uh, yeah, okay, well, I mean that wasn't a deliberate attempt to try and get the free one, you know but you know if, if anyone's if anyone wants to buy me one, I'm not going to say no, <laughs> yes.
0: I think maybe Cascade, if they're listening to this, might be able to provide you with a few more than just one, so yeah okay, yeah all right, yeah, well, there you
3: go.
0: <laughs> Hopefully, hopefully. Now, uh, what uh, can people expect from Limbo Limpie? Now, I've read that it's kind of the gap between how we imagine our lives to be and how they really are. I mean, is this just the show in a nutshell?
3: That's part of, yeah. I mean, that's part of it. Certainly, that was that was a, a sort of a little, the kind of um, a seed of, 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 of an idea which which grew into lots of other right, routines and and stories. Yes, yeah, sure. Sure, and uh, you know, I mean, I mean, a comedy. You know, it's 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 going to be you know. Uh, like my shows are which is a mixture of music and stand-up and stories and a, you know a bit of me ranting I expect at some point and, uh, <laughs> about things that I get cross about and uh, but yes I mean every every show there's there's something about the, each one which there's, a, there's something at its core which started the show off and I think that was this this was what it was this sort of gap between how we see things how we imagine things are going to be and how they are and, and, and I realise that actually it applies to a lot of things not just about you know, you know there's sort of the um the the personal recollection of which there is much in the show but uh you know the the, the idea of 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 the world well, certainly certainly for me anyway i mean i, I look at that uh, a time of uncertainty i would sort of you know you think well i you know i used to think there were there were certain uh, you know absolutes in life certain things you could rely on and it turns out oh actually no you can't you know <laughs> it turns out a lot of institutions aren't quite as unimpeachable as we thought you know <laughs> turns out that uh, <laughs> you know perhaps uh, I've, <laughs> we have to sort of rethink that and i think that maybe that's you know, it's a combination of that, really. It's that the show is about the personal, and uh, and also the the more the the sort of global, um, you know, application of that. The gap between how we think p- things are going to be and how they actually are. And do we actually get to see you do a bit of limbo on stage? Well, that would, of course, that would have to be the you know the the, the showstopper. <laughs> uh, I actually did win. I won a limbo dancing. Well, I came. I drew. I nice. uh, I, ca- I came joint first in a limbo competition many years ago. Now, wow. so I was a bit. Bit more limber then, so uh, I don't know, hey, I, might, I might have to set the bar a bit higher.
0: Maybe, maybe, somebody can bring out a stick at the uh, Rest Point Casino there for you too. Yeah,
3: that's
0: it. <laughs> See how it goes. Now, also, I also believe there's a bit of a story in there about a disastrous trip to Norway. Now, now how popular is Norway as a, as a holiday destination? Is that a lot of, uh, is that the number one destination for all people in the UK to go to, Bill? Well, it, it
3: certainly, um, it's certainly, uh, it's, it's certainly very popular. I mean, uh, you know, the whole of Scandinavia is uh, is seen as a very popular um, uh, uh, kind of holiday destination um, you know mainly because um, you know it's a, a very beautiful and, and, and pristine landscape and all the rest of it and, and I think in the last few years we've still, people have been much more adventurous you know so you know the um, you know I think that uh, people's habits the holiday habits have changed from being in the kind of go to Spain Lana Beach and come home and you know to actually be a bit more adventurous and do other and of course there's lots of other things you can do now you can go, you can go go snowboarding you can you know the things that never existed when i was a kid you know you can go raft making you can go trekking you know there's all sorts of things you can do there's other things you can do in denmark that you can't do anywhere i mean for example most of denmark they've got these brilliant cycle lanes everywhere and it's largely a flat country so it's perfect I mean, even when we go cycling in london you know it's just a disastrous thing <laughs> to do so uh, so there's a sort of i guess it's an activity kind of place um, and, uh, you know, people go there and, and gawp at the uh, how wonderful it is and how brilliant the countries are mm. and uh, wish they were more like that back home.
0: <laughs> yes, exactly. Denmark, very special to Tasmania, of course. Princess Mary, you know, we, we gave oh. her to Denmark. So, uh, oh,
3: right. Go. Oh, well, there you go. You see, I
0: do, yes, of course. <laughs> you can put that in your routine now that you're learning about this. So, uh, <laughs> just see how that goes. Now, uh, also, uh, you're a bit of a fan of Twitter, Bill. Uh, you've been on there for a little bit, a lazy 1.36 million followers on Twitter. Congratulations for that very high number. I mean, what is it about Twitter that you love so much?
3: Um, I think it's because it's it's kind of a, a you know, quite a, a, a very easy to use. I think that's one of the things I like about it. You know, I, I'm i not one for Facebook. I find it it's just it's too confusing. I just kind of steer clear of it. I always, <laughs> I was very wary of it. I always think that I'm going to write something or post something and then you know, I'm, I've actually just sent my bank details to, you know... (laughs) to everyone or I don't know I just it makes me nervous so I just don't, I don't get near it but Twitter I, I can use quite easily and I suppose that's what I like about it it's, 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 um, it's you know it's quite instantaneous if you see a, see something do something you're in the moment you can you know you can just sort of you know send it out to you know and, and it's a way of interacting with fans letting people know what's going on also there's some interesting stuff on there I mean, I like the, the, the way that you know news outlets um, will pick stories and you know you can click on a link and you know, I, I follow lots of you know lots of news gathering organizations and, and it's, a, it's a great way of keeping abreast of, of of current affairs if you you know if you're on the move it's pretty it's so it's, it's kind of a handy tool to have
0: have you ever tweeted whilst live on stage or even taken a selfie whilst live on stage
3: uh no <laughs> <laughs> you know actually i don't think i've ever done that um no i don't think i have I, I, yes. I, don't, yeah, I actually don't think I have. No, so maybe that's something to do. That's another first to try out yes. in Australia. I think so, I think so. Now, uh, Bill, before we let you
0: go, I mean, I, of course, mentioned Black Books, and I know, obviously, a lot of people are huge fans of it. Ten years, amazingly, since uh, Black Books wrapped up this year, and uh, obviously Dylan's been down here to Hobart and Tassie a couple of times, and uh, and also doing very well with episodes. It's one of my favourite shows, actually love episodes. I mean, do you sort of stay in touch with how she's doing? doing over there uh with that show yeah oh
3: yeah I mean um I can kind of, you know, we sort of run into each other from time to time and uh um, I we sort of catch up, you know. I bumped into Dylan uh, down in London. He was down in London for something. We had went and had a coffee, and you know, went into a bookshop. You know, <laughs> it's quite funny. Uh, freaked the bookkeeper! Uh, uh, I know. We freaked all the people in the bookshop out. They you know, were like, "Oh, what, what? What's what? What's this? It's like some sort of pop-up version of Black Books happening right there." And, um, and I saw Tasmin, uh, Tamsin, uh, sorry, at, uh, at an award show. And, um, uh, of course, yes, the sort of Miss Circles we move in now, of course, you yeah. know. Yes, so, yes, uh, yes, yes. But, yeah, okay. uh, I uh, I I think uh, it's it was a it was a unique kind of show in a way because um, we never really, nobody knew how it was going to turn out. I mean, it was it was a, you know, a great script that Dylan and wrote with Graham and uh, Graham Linahan, and uh, we always had uh, high hopes for it. But you never know. I mean, you never you never know how these things are going to pan out. I think it was just a good chemistry between everyone. Everyone seemed to get on well, and. There was a lot of sparking off of uh, one on the other, so I think that that we captured a lot of that spontaneity on the screen.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, given I said ten years since it all wrapped up, a um, question, no doubt, you get asked every day, Bill. But are there any plans to kind of get together for some sort of reunion to celebrate the ten year mark?
3: Uh, not that I'm aware of. No, um, <laughs> I think everyone's doing their own thing now. So uh, yeah, it's it's, uh, it's it, 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 I mean, look, it'd be fun to do. I know mean, uh, I'm, I'm I'm sure if it was uh, if it was in the offing, if everyone was you know in, in that frame of mind but uh, who knows you know uh, I do I doubt it somehow I, mean, I think everyone's kind of got the, doing their own thing too much it takes it's an enormous amount of effort to get these things together and um, you know I think there has to be a tremendous will on all parts to, uh, to to sort of to join in so we'll see we'll see we'll see of course
0: uh, people can see bill live at the rest Point casino 12th of November as well as in Launceston of course on the 14th of November tickets available via au you can find out more on bill via billbailey.co.uk co UK or follow Follow him on Twitter, of course, at Bill Bailey. Bill, massive pleasure to have you here on the 600 Show, mate. Looking forward to having you here in our fair city in November.
3: Yes, OK. So I'll be there. I'll be with me phone ready for a selfie, a Hobart selfie. <laughs>
0: For the first time this year, I get to press this button and get excited beyond belief. It's that time of the week to play everybody's favourite game show. It's Forget the Lyrics! Here on the Brink on Edge Radio. Over oh, to the studio. Forget the Lyrics. And as always, we're going to play three for you, as we have been recently. We're going to play two featuring just myself and one featuring Dakota and myself. We're going to start off with that one right now. 2014, Dakota and myself getting a bit of David Bowie and Mick Jagger with Dancing in the Street. Right. Going to the lawn bowls. Are you ready for the best ball ever? Yeah. The Commonwealth is here at last. We're ready to play the lawn long bowls. Long bowls in Glasgow. Everyone can play Oh, that's the wrong tune All you need is long balls Sweet long balls Long balls everywhere The Commonwealth Games Screw the swimming Just play long balls Until you die, yeah Yeah, go ahead where you play it as long as you play it at the commonwealth games so grab a ball throw it down the green everybody's involved including susan boyle she's playing lawn bowls in glasgow rod stewart is there he's playing now he took that thing out of his butt that i said before There'll be bowls down the green, and roll into the jack. It's better than diving. Stuff athletics, and get stuff squash, and who cares about net fall? Because there's rugby, and there's also synchronized swimming, and there's even that triathlon, stupid triathlon. Because Lawn Bowls is over to Dakota now. Because you're going to end it. who
2: cares about all those sports? Because Lawn Bowling is the best. Lawn Bowling in the streets. Okay, I stuffed it up. I always stuff it up. I'll stuff it up. I'm just a massive stuffer.
0: Yep. Uh, now, two solo ones for myself. One, a very recent one, actually, back from last year, 2017. Uh, this is me doing the David Guetta song, uh, Dangerous. Fun one, this one. Listen to this. Oh, you've really been practising that piano, Dakota. Good good job. Thank you. Two years' lessons have paid off. Yes, they have, haven't they? Wow. On oh, the violin! Too tight. Pull some things out of your little rectum there, can't you?
1: And an orchestra.
0: Wow. Mm-hmm. Bat's got a wee, drank a lot of drink. It's in its cave and it's got to go. There's a band outside. It also needs to go because its name is Bat Pierce. Don't know much about that band. Ooh. But I've got to sing about it because Dakota kind of told me. It's Forget lyrics, is what he does. But the bat feels the urge to come out now. It's got a wee, where's it gonna go? So don't on Dakota I've gotta let out the urine, it's gotta come out of my parts of me I don't know if it's a male or a female bat, so I couldn't say penis or vagina oh oh oh, oh. you probably shouldn't have said those words Ben Oh, oh oh I wonder what Bruce Wayne does when he's gotta go to the toilet on the shop It's maybe the time for him to go and say, hey, I'm a bat and I've got a piss. That's what he does now. Yeah. And he meets a band on a cow. Ooh. That band is called Bat Piss, which is kind of ironic when Bruce Wayne's got to go to the toilet. I don't know what to sing about on this Segment on Forget the Lyrics Dakota said to sing about that piss It's a little bit of a difficult one to sing about Oh, 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 oh Ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-piss Oh, 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 oh Ba-ba-ba-ba-piss Yeah! You have to clap! Oh! You gonna sing along with this? In the background. It's bad piss, bad piss. I want to pee on a bat. It's bad piss, bad piss. And maybe Bruce Wayne and all of that. It's bad piss, bad piss. Really should stop saying that word. I don't know how to close this song off. I'm gonna finish it off now because it's nearly done. Singing about a bat peeing. It's not what I thought I'd be singing about. Uh oh. The bab of bat piss. Uh oh.
2: The bab of bat piss.
0: I meant to be the count. One count, two, bat piss. Ah, 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 uh-huh. ah, fade out, forget. Happen, bat piss. <laughs> yep. So. Yeah, okay. That just happened. Alright, well. You're welcome. Enjoyable. If I don't say my, so myself. And speaking of solo, back to 2014 again. This is me doing the NXS classic Devil Inside. So that little ah uh, ah uh, ah uh, in it. Good guitar work there, Marcus. I'm glad you brought it in. It's uh, sounding quite good. Oh, even better guitar work. You're pumping it. Got a sore back. Walk into a business. Take my shirt off. Rubbing my shoulders. The hands feel good, they feel really nice On my shoulders, it's better than ice Uh, Better than ice Makes me feel better Better, better Want to get more of me massaged Take my pants off Keep on my underwear So it doesn't get dirty Rubs my thighs Rubs my calves Rubs the thing of the legs That rubs with calves (laughs) (laughs) We're at 8.51 Can't say that on radio Remedial massage, remedial massage. Go to a shop and get a remedial massage. Remedial massage, remedial massage. Everybody wants to get a remedial massage. Ooh, massage. <laughs> I'm stopping it there. <laughs> That's pretty decent effort, too. Uh, and as always, have more forget lyrics to keep you excited throughout 2018 as we continue to bring you the greatest segment in the history of radio and podcasting. Approximately 11.05pm on New Year's Eve. I may have had a few beers. Sam may have also had a few beers. I've had a few stubbies. Mm. James Um. Fife-Alicious has had approximately zero beers.
1: Oh, I've had a little bit of a beer.
0: You alcoholic! (laughs) (laughs) Noah Groves has been shot. He's dead. He's no
1: longer
0: with um. Guess what? Happy New Year in New Zealand.
2: Oh yeah.
0: Happy New Year, Um, we're on the bike track. We're walking at snails' pace because Sam's old and has an knee injury. Yeah, I do. You wearing your underwear on your head? I do. Yeah, it's like um candy cane underpants. I think we did. We discuss that before. I can't quite remember.
1: Do they look like
0: underpants? they look like underpants? Oh, look, I wouldn't say that they look like, like a, turban. a hat. A turban
2: with
0: a... Oh, that's good. You right. might get arrested at a checkpoint. Chewie might look at you and be like, excuse me, uh, Muhammad, can you just come this way, please?
2: <laughs> Do I really look like a...
0: I, I've never met a terrorist before, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> is that a bit racist to imply that somebody wearing a turban is a terrorist? You might need to cut that yeah. bit out. <laughs> I don't cut they're stuff Indians. out. <laughs> that's so Indians? That's, that's racist. No, Indians wear, Indians wear turbans. So, the terrorists? Do they? I don't know. Have you ever met a terrorist? They wear, wear bomb <laughs> I don't think terrorists
1: wear turbans.
0: Uh, Osama Bin Laden wore a turban, didn't he? I
1: don't think it's a turban. Oh. I think
0: it's oh, something yeah. else. Uh, Shakik. I, I, I really don't know much about them, to be honest. Halal anyway, halal hat. <laughs> Pauline Hanson's favourite. Um, <laughs> I really don't know what else to talk about. <laughs> this is the last recording we will ever do in 2017. <laughs> What happens if there's, like, the Y2K in 2018? Do you remember Y2K? I do remember Y2K. That was yeah. like a, that was a big deal, wasn't it? I don't remember how panicking everybody was? And that just happened? It was like, oh, that wasn't nothing? Yeah, nothing happened. Yeah, but yeah. It was just 18 years late. And
1: now it's, <laughs> oh, now you're shitting me. Oh, we just miscalculated it by 18 years. No, Noah would have
0: been, like, five, so he
1: wouldn't have remembered it. Do you remember it? Well, your girlfriend
0: probably would have been about two. So. Four. <laughs> um Do you have anything else to say about twenty seventeen? How would you rate twenty seventeen out of ten? Um, average. S- seven wasn't bad but it wasn't great Wasn't twenty sixteen was a shit year. Yeah, was it? Yeah. That's Pretty well, shit Everyone year. died, yeah. didn't that? Yeah. 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 But uh yeah, twenty seventeen for me wasn't great. Wasn't wasn't bad either. You got a new job? Got a new job. you had a baby? Oh no, that was the year before. Yeah, no, that was the year before. Went away on holiday there. Malaysia, Singapore, Japan this year. We well, got chased um, by Ralph Jenkins again. Got chased by Ralph Jenkins back in March. Yeah. But I did I, I did too much this year. It's too busy. Too busy. So I'm looking forward
1: to twenty eighteen being a little easier, but I'm not sure that's going to be.
0: You know officially this year it's been twenty years since Mika Hakkinen won his first world championship. Wow, good. Good call, yeah. Far out. That's twenty years. Can you believe that? Twenty years. I remember that like it was yesterday. James Five yes, how would you rate? Two thousand seventeen out of ten for James Five Felicious.
1: Um, I'd, 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 rate it um, seven
0: point five out of oh, ten. Maybe that's a that's a
1: decent score. Apart right? from all the terror, that was pretty. That's what you were involved
0: in some of those act, acts, where. No, well, did you run over anybody? Uh no, not that I'm aware of, no.
1: Well
0: that's no, no, okay. Noah, what would you you know? You went on a road trip with me, that
1: was romantic? I was pretty good. Uh You went to Europe? I lived in three different countries throughout twenty seventeen. Um a little depressed in the middle of it but pretty happy all round. What'd you give it out of ten? Oh maybe a seven point nine. You're giving it sevens. And oh eight, what the hell? Oh Jesus And just till two thousand eighteen, uh catch me aside. how bad there? I'd give it
0: a 5.2. Well,
2: well I mean, like complaining at us for giving it a seven. No, I think that's too high. Is it?
0: I um. Well, it depends on what month you're talking about, really. Well, personally, for me, it was a it was a tad better than 20. I mean, anything could be better than 2016, but like, I had its ups and downs. I ended pretty well. Downs was
1: a good. So some periods were a yeah. two and some were an eight. So
0: I think like, I definitely had some zeros this year, but I also think I had some good parts of this year too. So. Yeah. How
1: about that? I don't
0: know. How about that? Um, 2018, give us your celebrity prediction. Who's the one main celebrity who will die in 2018? Oh. Uh, I'm going for the Queen again. The Queen again? But that part
1: you your last time. Well, I've got f- 50 minutes. Uh, let me say... Martin Sheen. Oh. <laughs> Obscure. Yeah. I'm going Charlie Sheen <laughs> Alright, Charlie Sheen Ma- and I'll go Who Martin Sheen and the- oh, no, no. Emilio Estevez and the zombie- <laughs> He's literally the I'm
0: actually kind of scared about this guy um, So yeah, okay The Queen yeah. and you're going for the Sheens Yeah, And Emilio yep. Estevez No, no, not Emilio Estevez, he can't no. die He's immortal And Sean Connery's probably gone oh, as well I don't want to think about that I don't want to think about Sean Connery Happy New Year, mate Nice, oh, nice. Sorry, sorry, I don't Hi, have anything on me. Sorry, mate.
1: <laughs> yeah, the next two, they've definitely smoked it. <laughs> Sam is. I mean, no, he isn't. The zombie apocalypse has begun. God, that guy was crazy. Um, that, it was very zombie-like. How
0: didn't know zombies
1: talked? Have
0: nah, brains. The walking
1: d- um,
0: Well, no, thank you for your contribution for 2017. Oh, it's been a long, long, long road. And... Um, How about that, We'll close this episode. We'll just be the closing of it. I mean, we've had other shit. I don't fucking know what's going on. So, thank you for listening. Not, not many minutes left of the year. Uh... Thanks for listening. We would have had other fun stuff. And, uh, keep sucking those oranges, Hobart, and downloading shit. And, good night. How about
2: that?